It has been one of the most complicated sports stories I think we've ever covered here on the Sports Cubicle, and one of the most complicated sports stories that I think any of us have been following if you are a sports fan, if you are somebody who just watches the news and keeps up to date with everything that's happening in our planet, and we are here to talk about Brittany Griner coming home, being released from a Russian prison, and what comes from that, the fallout. We're here on the Sports Cubicle. I'm Mike Mercado with the one and only Paul Shivari, Devin Single, and Dan Marver throughout the entire show. And before we get to Paulie, before we get to this conversation, I kind of want to just break down a little bit how we got here to this point. On February 17th of this year, Brittany Griner was detained in an airport in Moscow when Russian Federal Customs Service discovered vape cartridges containing marijuana concentrate hashish in her luggage. She was then arrested, tried, and just some of the things that we saw throughout this process. Just a few uh, weeks ago, on November 9th, Griner gets transferred to a Russian penal colony, and her whereabouts were unknown. Then on November 17th, there are finally some, some confirmation from her lawyers of where she was at. Then December 1st, all the way from February 17th to December 1st, we finally hear news that the United States and Russia agreed to a one-for-one prisoner exchange. And then December 8th, Griner was released in exchange for Victor Bout. The deal did not include Paul Whelan, who, according to CNN, the Biden administration repeatedly made offers to get Whelan as part of this deal, even after Russia made clear only Griner was acceptable. Biden said his administration, quote, will never give up on his release. And just on Friday, Griner landed at Kelly Field in San Antonio, Texas. She's going to have to go through an entire process, obviously, with her coming back home. But Paulie, a story that started with a very prominent LGBTQ member who prominent athlete, athletes, prominent, more, a, more iconic than I think people realized before this year. A black woman mm-hmm. on top of it all, and this one started of, like, because the, of marijuana. One of the greatest basketball players. Yeah, yeah. This is so. This is so fascinating on so many levels because I think okay, let's start off with the base of. I'm glad she's home. Mm-hmm. Like I think on that's, a base that's what we've been calling for every week. We've been calling for this. How many times have you and I enjoy Christmas with her wife, wife. and her her mm-hmm. child? Yeah, I mean it's. Uh, it, I'm thankful that that because I think in in the initial, I think we thought, oh, this this should just be a formality. She should be home soon. Probably a heavy fine. Don't do it again in normal times. But I I you know put my trust in Vladimir Putin, and that was that was you know shame on me because I didn't think he'd get that petty. And, and this was clearly a political tool by Russia to do this. And, and I think at the time we thought, you know, OK, this might take a little bit, but but she'll be home soon. And honestly, I think um, it took longer than it needed to. But I'm honestly shocked that she's back now because I thought this would have taken a little bit longer ever since it was announced that she was going to work nine years in the, the work uh, colony. And I think I don't I didn't expect her to go the full nine years, but I thought for sure this would get carried out longer and longer um, so that that Russia could could get whatever leverage they want in, in a negotiation. Clearly, Russia benefited by releasing an arms dealer, whereas we got someone on, on a petty crime. But of course, this is a higher profile person. So at the same time, the, the value of this favors the United States. And I hate to put that on, on two human beings like that. But um, a, a woman who didn't really do anything wrong is free. Um, and and uh, um, uh, meanwhile, a horrible you know arms dealer uh, goes back to Russia and um, it had to be done. 
And and I think um, I, I think at this point though, it should be clear as day though that you're, if you're an American citizen, like you're done doing business in your lifetime with Russia. Yeah. Like nothing should attract you with Russian Russian money and Russian uh, you know um, opportunity. But how many Russian and Putin sympathizers have we seen since 2014, 2015 really come up from the woodwork? And I also think it's really important to put you know talk about the elephant in the room that. How much did the Ukraine Russia situation and the war and the conflict impact it? Absolutely. Because all of a sudden of now it. you have this this bargaining chip that's a human being and you mentioned all the atrocities that this war criminal has that for one for one, if you know, we're doing a sports show, you're like, Oh, this is a horrible trade, but you didn't have any leverage. You didn't have anything you can do. And I think what's also important to to bring out is the U.S. soldier who's currently being held captive that everybody's talking about, Waylon, I believe. Paul Waylon is how you pronounce it. I might yeah, be saying it wrong. Yeah, but, I don't know the full story yeah, on him. But even if that's the, whatever the full case may be, a soldier, whether it was espionage, like the, the Russians I, are yeah, saying. Yeah, and I've heard all sorts of different different things about it, and it's a way different ball game than Brittany Griner. But it's important to mention that his brothers said they were happy that Brittany Griner's home because an American yeah. came back home. Mm-hmm. It's important now, if you are one of these people who aren't doing this in good faith, but you like to pretend you are saying, well, what about our U.S. soldier? Then stay on this story because you weren't talking about it four years ago. Yep. You were talking about it 40 minutes it ago was, after she landed. convenient once... And, and no one's ever going to be pleased. You know, there, yeah. there's there's going to be always. Uh, for, I mean, look at um, how many of the laugh emojis about her during yeah. this whole process turned mm-hmm. into mad emojis. Yeah, uh, absolutely. And I, I totally expected that when I saw that on social media. Just every time there'd be a story about Brittany Griner before the release, it'd be a laugh emoji, and it would be like, oh well, she deserves to be there. She knew what she did wrong, and it's like, so you're telling me you're totally okay with um, sentences that are way harsher. Um, and inconsistent with what they pre- previously done, yeah, you know, because clearly they they uh, maximized for the smallest, you know. So, so I I don't want to hear of like, um, oh she she um she should do the time. She did the time. I, I think she did more time than most people would do in Russia or anywhere else in the world for a vape cartridge, save for some of those weird countries where they'll basically kill you yeah. for that. But Russia's Russia is supposedly Russia purports itself to be a civilized country. I mean, think about this. On August 4th, she was sentenced to nine years in prison and fined one million Russian rubles, like mm-hmm. just over sixteen thousand mm-hmm. dollars for a yeah. vape pen. Yeah. Like I, I think that and we said it from the first time we made the, our recording back all the way in February to where we're at now. Gosh, it's been that long? It, that's the point. Over 200 days mm-hmm. for this. And it's like, you can't tell me that it's not because of who she was, where she's from. And I do think what's scary as well, that you, you mentioned not doing any deals with Russia. What if she wasn't a star WNBA player? Like, yeah, she might have not been sentenced as harsh as she was, but we don't know. And I think this is a cautionous tale to People from the United States right now who I'm just going to use a term that the youth say think it stuff is too sweet right now yeah. that because we are in this country and we're fighting about this and fighting about that. We forget that there's an entire world out there that doesn't play by our rules. Yeah. And when you're sympathizing with Russia throughout the years of the Trumpisms and then you're wondering, oh, wow, this is happening. How why is she even in Russia? Why is she doing this? Because all the times you cared about the WNBA, I know all you that are, are against it care about the W. They don't pay enough for her, their players to mm-hmm. just make a living off this. So learn. I think the most important thing we learned from this is to 
Know all the information before you make any type of of irrational opinion or statement like Micah Parsons did on Twitter. Yeah, and this is something at the beginning that I didn't really understand that that she could make more money playing in Russia yeah. during the off season than, and I suppose that's maybe just the European club basketball model out there. But I, I think that's that needs to be examined further. Is is how is it that the WNBA, which is so commercialized, just can't bring in the revenue for their athletes? like another country can. Take a, take the WNBA out of it. What about everything that's happening with Saudi Arabia yeah. and the sports washing oh my gosh, in so this the, country? Yeah, with the, the golf, uh, the live golf, and then uh, now yeah. uh, how much money they're throwing at Ronaldo to play. To play in, and in, yeah. in UEFA. And, and now they're making a bid for the 20, well, not official. They're, they're trying to make a bid for the 2030 World Cup. And we're already seeing what's happening in Qatar. Qatar officials have already been, uh, and I'll talk about it in the World Cup segment, mm. but how um, Budweiser's looking for, okay, well, you know, you, you pulled out of the deal. Now you owe us and the Qatari World Cup planners and officials are just trying to sweep it under the rug. They haven't responded to any formal letters calling for compensation or, or at least action on this. And it's like that's that's bad business. And and FIFA FIFA should have known what they were doing with doing all this. And I think just sometimes just international business when it comes to sports, and like you're saying, the sports washing and looking at all this, it's just it's bad business. And and the United States has already gotten so corrupt and greedy. I mean, just look at college. Look at the way college has yeah. gotten. Um, so, yeah. So, I mean, you know, it, it, it raises giant concerns about the business model of sports and why is it that. And, and I'm saying, if, if y'all missed Brittany Griner at Baylor, oh, my goodness, was she amazing. Yeah. Like, like 2011, 2012, somewhere other. Uh, like, I remember. A unicorn. That's when she was on my the, my mm-hmm. radar. And I don't really watch women's basketball that much. Mm-hmm. But, but when a story like that comes around and how dominant she was at Baylor and how getting into the WNBA. And she's been a great player in the WNBA and the Olympics. It, you know, so. So she's she's an iconic athlete, whether people want to believe that or not. You know, and of course, one of the things said throughout this whole thing was if this was LeBron James or if this was this was a male superstar, you would have seen a little bit of a different reaction. And I think so. But I definitely think race did have something to do with this. I think I think if this was a white woman, um, you know, and I'm trying to think of like maybe like a white white female athlete right now like okay if, if this happened to Megan Rapinoe I think you would have seen the same sort of reactions because yes. of um, you know how she would kneel for the anthem Again, or, you know outspoken yeah. outspoken um, opinions about the United States that don't jive with people that are just in lockstep and in love with the stars and stripes and 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 that was also a weird thing throughout this to me too of, oh she deserves to be there because she doesn't like America, so she shouldn't ask for America's help to get out. And it's that's a total, even though this this doesn't fall under the First Amendment, because this is Russian law, not yeah. American law, yeah. but it just shows that, oh, well, if this did happen in America, you, you obviously would swing and miss yeah. on your understanding of the First Amendment. And even if you love America, if you hate Americans, you truly hate America. It's it's so upsetting that people are using this as their own soapbox and using this for their own political motivation. But I think we should get we should be used to that at this point. But I think at the end of the day, the most important thing is an American is back home mm-hmm. from Russia, mm-hmm. and now the public knows about another American who's being held captive and mm-hmm. needs to be brought home. Mm-hmm. But that's not Brittany Griner's fault. If you're so patriotic, use your voice to demand and force your government to make sure another American gets home. It's not up to Brittany Griner and their family to negotiate for them to get here. You've had four years. 
Donald Trump was president when this guy was captured. So now you've gone through two presidential campaigns and teams. So I don't want to hear this that now you're upset about it. So, Paulie, any final thoughts as we have a busy show today? Yeah, yeah. I, I'm looking to see someone's going to land that first inter- interview with Brittany Griner. And, and, um, I'm going to go over under CNN with the favorite odds that are going to be the favorite ones. But it's going to be an right, interesting so you're story. CNN, I'm going to say like 60 Minutes or so, okay. like uh, ABC 2020 or something like that. You know, like Good Morning America. You know, I, I think it'll be Network. Yeah. So dumb that we're speculating. Hey, we're, we're nerds. But I think everyone wants to hear what she has it's to story. say. Yep. I would not. I, I think she pretty much owned up to it that it was her vape cartridge. But I wouldn't be shocked at all if she was like, no, that was not mine. There's that was always not that chance. That yeah. was planted on. Yeah, you know, like, or always they, that. They pulled it out of my yeah. garbage can and they put it in. The, you know, I would not be shocked. But I think she owned up to it. And I think she did her time. And I can't wait to hear what she has to say. And, and I hope that she is thankful that her country did step up for her. Yeah, and I think I hope every American learns, and I think it's something that people who come from ethnic backgrounds or immigrants understand that when you're traveling, nobody cares that you're an American. Yep. You're not in America. Yep. Learn the rules, yep. and you won't have to go to this situation because God bless it, thank God, Brittany Griner was brought back home, yeah. but you ain't Brittany Griner. No. And, and I mean, Brittany Griner knows, too. She probably sticks out like a sore thumb. You know, a very, a very uh, tall yeah. African-American woman in Russia. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, she's a target. So it's let us know your thoughts. It's a complicated story, but she's home. So she's home. let's make God. sure that Paul Whelan and any other American who is serving time unjustly in a foreign country gets back home. We want to know your thoughts. We're on Twitter at Sports Cubicle TV. Brittany Griner, back home. We got more of the Sports Cubicle coming up with the marvelous one, Dan Marver, Devin Single, Paul Shavari. I'm Mike Mercado. She's free! <laughs>